Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show in the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's whatever, I'm hot. It's it's tired. You are I'm hot. Tired. Wink. Whatever, I'm so tired and hot that I can't even say words in the right order. It is hot like a Japanese gymnasium in the middle of G1 season. That's right, we're talking about the G1 Climax 29. We're talking about all the happenings in WWE that is not Smackville because no one watched that. And of course, all the latest on what AEW is doing in their upcoming debut on TNT. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online, so check us out there. We are monitoring the chat and our Twitter at the heel turn, so send us your questions and your comments and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John, did you like my transition into talking about G1? It's, yeah. Thank you. I felt good about are we, it. Are we doing that now? Unless there's something else you want to talk about. Do you want to talk about Smash Brothers? I didn't, I didn't play it. Me either. Uh, what 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 is hot thing happening right now? Uh, shall we talk about what's going on next week? Okay. Uh, for folks who tune in live, we will not have a live episode next week because I will be out doing things and stuff. I'm, I'm Gross. Not, I'm yeah. Well, you know. You got a man's got to do what a man's got to do, but I'm gonna be enjoying a uh, a week vacation, doing cool stuff. So we will. And not- guess what, Owen? What? What? I'm also gonna be on vacation. Congratulations! What are we gonna do for the podcast next week? Uh, you, you tell me. Do you have a substitute? No. You can't. I mean, yes, but no. I mean, you can't find like a friend to fill in and do something. I mean, I could hypothetically, but I'm also lazy. All right. Well, it's good news for the folks who are not subscribed to our Patreon yet over at Patreon.cool because we are going to give you a little preview of what we've been doing over there, the covering the G1 climax. So you'll get next week's episode for free. Of me and Trace talking about a few of the nights near the end of the G1. So if you like what you hear, you know, hop on the Patreon and listen to us talk about the entire tournament, which is a lot of stuff happening. John, I'm in the middle of night 11. It's it's a lot. You also get something else, too. Yeah, there's a little bonus on the free feed. So even if you're our patron, you should listen to the free version as well, because there's secrets. Uh, it's not even a secret. I'll just say you're gonna get you're gonna get the epilogue for Scott Steiner's Americana Spectacular. Oh, so you I won't say exactly what it's going to be. I'll let that be a surprise. But yeah, you get you're gonna get a new ep. You're gonna get the next week's uh you know premium G1 thing, and you're also going to get the epilogue for Scott Steiner's Americana Spectacular. Oh, shit, so John's gonna bear his soul once again for all y'all. Uh, maybe not bear my soul as much as just like. You know, explains. You know, flesh out some of the themes and just like say some last things that I have to say, but also be weird about it. Oh, I'm I'm I am excited. So make sure you check that out. 
That also means we're not going to have our predictions for SummerSlam and NXT, because the cards aren't finalized yet. We don't know who Roman Reigns is going to fight. So, if you're expecting that, we'll just be back the following week to talk about what happened, so... Sorry. Should I tell him what the title is? Of what? Of the epilogue. Only if you want to reveal your secrets. I'ma reveal it. Because it'll give you all impetus to tune in. Next week you get the G1 Climax special. Nights will, what, what nights are you doing? 11 through whatever? Let's see. Uh, it would be 12. I think 12 through 14. I'm not sure. All right. You get Heel Turn G1 Nights 12 through 14. And Scott Steiner's Americana Sensory Meridian response. The official epilogue. Yep, Check I, it. Yeah, I've, I've, John, I need you to send this to me early. I, I need this in my life. Okay, then. Thank you. But hey, John, speaking of the G1, do you want to... No, we're not going to talk about the G1. We got, we got wrestling news to talk about. You want to talk about wrestling news? No. I mean, we're not even going to really talk about G1, because here's a little secret for you, Owen. I basically didn't watch wrestling this week. Oh, no. I had a whole section set up for the G1. Oops. Hold on, let me go into the notes that you can I mean, I, we could talk about the two matches I watched. All right, that's, that's good enough, John. But first, let's get into the wrestling news, shall I? Okay. Yeah, sure. Hey, John. In news this week, wrestling's stupid, I'm hot and I'm tired and I don't care. No, no this is actually like the part where we talk about AEW. Okay. Because we were talking about last week about, hey, maybe we'll go to DC and go see a wrestle show. And then Turns out! They announced the prices for the tickets and, uh, oh boy. They're pretty reasonable, all things considered. Yeah, you, I will say. You don't want the good seats. Uh, you know what? Even if you want the good seats, I think that's pretty reasonable for their first ever show. Yeah, but it's also two hours for commercials. It is two hours for commercials. I assume you get a little bit more than that. I assume there's going to be some stuff, some like, you know, dark match shit, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's it's pretty pricey. And admittedly, like, I feel like it would a lot be a lot more doable if it didn't involve taking expensive trains to get there. Yeah, I found that there's no train back after it, so... Oh, yeah. The last train leaves at nine forty. So, oh, so I went. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm definitely good then. But I, I don't know. How, I yeah, I guess I would also be the train to New York as well because yeah, I'm just looking to Philadelphia and yeah, not doable. It's it's all Northeast corridor, man. It's gonna be the same train. True. That's what I was, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's probably the same train, but. Yeah, uh, ringside seats, which with a chair, which is interesting, is uh, $250. Which definitely pricey for a weekly television show, but if you're telling me the first ever episode of this, yeah, it's a little pricier. You know what? Fine. I'm just curious how it's going to be moving forward. I agree with that. I also want to know like where they're going to be running moving forward. Yeah, they haven't announced anywhere else yet, which is odd because it's weekly, so they need to announce the one for like the 9th. Yeah. 
Like, Especially if they're going to be in a different place every single week. Yeah, and considering they're starting in the Northeast, here's the thing, John. We don't have to go to the show because they may be coming to us. It's true. So if they, like, do you think they would they could book the Barclays Center? <sighs> could they book the Barclays Center? Yes. Would they book the Barclays Center? I would be surprised. Well, they're doing the Capital One Arena. They're doing the Capital One Arena, but it's, again, I feel like, you know, again, it's their first ever television show. Where else would they go in, in New York? I could see them, I could see them start by running Hammerstein. That'd be f- expensive. It wouldn't be that much more expensive than fucking Barclay Center. Yeah, but they could sell more tickets. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like... Hammerstein is is a good midpoint of like it's a ch- definitely a cheaper venue, but you can still fit like forty eight hundred people in there. Make that shit look packed and filled to the rafters, and it's got the history. It's true. I feel though, if they come to Philadelphia, it would have to be the Wells Fargo Center and maybe tar- tarp off the top part of the arena because because hmm. the only other place that we have really is the twenty three hundred arena, and that's way too small. too small. Go. Which, oh, by the way, John, uh, remember we were thinking about going, speaking of, you know, getting tickets to things, we were thinking about going to New Japan? (laughs) Yeah, this sold out immediately. Which, admittedly, like, you know, I guess it's not that surprising considering how fucking tiny 2300 is. Yeah, but we were easily able to easily get, like, Evolve tickets. Yeah, but Evolve. WWE Network. Weekend of a WWE pay-per-view. But it's Evolve. Yeah, but it's also New Japan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. New Japan... It's a non-televised show. But it's New Japan. Yeah, but I don't don't think New Japan is as big as we think it is. But clearly it's big in in our markets. Oh, and it may not be... Look, it it may not be, like, that super big. It's uh, Clearly, it's still a niche thing in America. Mm -hmm. But, like... They don't come around often enough that when, like, they're doing a show in Philly, probably, like, their first ever show in Philly, you're like, it is. oh, shit, what? I hope they come back. I really hope that this, with it selling out in New York and in Philly, they decide to do another yeah, show. Yeah, like, again, these are, they're, they're playing in, like, the two biggest wrestling markets. Oh, also Lowell, Massachusetts, which did not sell out yet. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. It's lol. 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 Like, I I get why they would run lol, but like, it's not, it's not the most convenient to get to from Boston. Let's say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Well, yeah, I I get why they would run there because like it is it, there is a big like independent wrestling scene there. You know, it's basically beyond wrestling's bait home base. But like, yeah, it's. It's fucking lol. Yeah, but like I said, I hope this means that they'll be they'll come back and that maybe we can go that time. Sure. Yeah. Um. Also, getting back to AEW, they announced that uh, Cody is gonna face Sammy Guevara. Yeah, that's cool. Fine. It's the AAA Cruiserweight Champion. That'll be fine. Sammy Guevara is fucking rad. Yeah, sure. 
But then they announced another match that's even bigger, which I'm like, okay, this is the kind of match you can hype up, which is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. Who could they be? It's not it's like there's a heavily rumored uh, tag team that just left Impact. Yeah, it's gonna be LAX. Come on, which I'm I'm cool with. Fucking LA, yeah. fucking a LAX. Yeah, so that'd be rad. That, that see, that's a match. That's a good match to hype up. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, I don't know if you have it in the notes here, but like. Uh, you could kind of have figured it after he was on being in the, being the elite, and they did a couple bits with them. But uh, yeah, uh, Marco Stunt is officially a member of the AEW roster. Yep, he signed, and he's had a hell of a year. So let's go on him. Yeah, Marco Stunt. Also, they're advertising that uh, John Mox is going to be live, which means he's not going to wrestle a match. He'll just show up and be cool and scary. Yeah. Oh, but but will he have Shooter with him? He fucking better. He taught Shooter the middle finger. I know! So good. He's a real panty dropper, that one. Yes. True. But yeah, that's all I got for AEW stuff, unless you got anything else. I mean, that's the thing, like... New Japan, they have their their young lions. They have their wrestlers do their little excursions, right? Where they like go to Mexico or something. Why not have fucking shooter just like tag along with fucking Moxley for a while? Why not? Indeed, It'd be great. Better than send him to fucking Ring of Honor. Who? You heard me. They don't exist anymore. I'd like that, but for sadly, for they for do. Saving shit, he's going to the Performance Center. Doesn't mean anything. It means f- fuck Ring of Honor. What does he even do in Ring of Honor now? Does he even I wrestle? Know. I don't know. I'm assuming he's going to the Performance Center to be a trainer. Yeah, no, that's the he's he's the guest trainer for this week. He should be a permanent trainer. He's doing he's doing the Quackenbush thing. Hmm? Yeah, that's a good guy to learn from. So that's good. It's good on them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a cool thing that they do, is just, like, bring in, like, cool-ass people to just, like, be a, a trainer for a week. Mm-hmm. It sometimes leads to, like, other cool things. I mean, shit, we all know that, like, Quackenbush has his relationship with Blissey. What? Yeah. Quackenbush helped train Blissey to come back. Oh, got that different relationship. You had me worried. What? I was like, what? That's I mean, that happen- would be cool. That would be what cool. Happened, what happened to Murphy? I think they haven't been together for a while. Really? I've heard this that like yeah, they've been they've been split for a while now. Oh, that's sad. That's a I mean, problem. I don't again, I don't know for certain. I have absolutely no idea of anything. But yeah, it seems it sounds to me like the talk has been like they weren't together when he was called up to the cruiserweights. That's a shame. They were nice together. Were they? Well, they were as nice as, you know, Ricochet and Casey, who are still the cutest couple in WWE. Or Finn and Kathy, wait. No, it's, it's Finn and the drunk lady. Oh, no, wait, no, he, she wasn't drunk, he was no, drunk. She, he, no, she, no, yeah, other way around, he was the one that was very drunk, and she was the one that was uncomfortable. She needs to show up at WWE being drunk now. It's the only way. 
Yeah, no, I'd be I'd be all good good with that. But yeah, if you don't follow Casey and uh, Ricochet on Instagram, they are legitimately the cutest couple to exist. Kill him. What? No. Don't kill them. They're good. They're wholesome. Wholesome content. Yeah. It's better than the Seth and Becky shit. Jesus Christ. I mean, Be- Becky literally called this week. Literally getting your teeth pulled out is better than the Seth and Becky shit. At, at least some interesting information came out of the uh, the Becky conference call that happened this week. Okay, I didn't actually hear about any of this, so... Well, yeah, I've, I got some inside informations on it. Because there are only about 18 reporters allowed on the call. But, yeah, uh, one, one of the people who actually asked, like, good questions asked about... The, you know her thoughts on the relationship being brought onto television in a creative way, and she is very much not into it. She yeah. hates it. She's like, I love working with Seth. That's awesome. I want to just be you know two badasses, you know, doing their thing. I don't want to be constantly reminded every second that you know he's her boyfriend or she's his girlfriend. Which, if you watch SmackDown this week. They did a really terrible transition to point that out again, just to fuck with her. Did you watch Raw this week? I watched part of Raw. I'm sure they did the same thing. Yeah, no, they did. They had Becky Lynch, like, doing that that segment, the, the Moment of Bliss thing, that was bad, because this whole storyline is bad, admittedly. Cut to Seth Rollins walking backstage, to which they say, hey, that's, Seth, that's Becky Lynch's boyfriend! Yeah, they keep doing that now. It's like, you I- fucking assholes. It Literally, sucks. they did that, and I just died laughing. Yeah. The show sucks. Yeah, they, they, they recapped the uh, the attack, which we're going to talk about later, and then they cut to Becky, like, getting ready. It's be- like, speaking of Seth Rollins, here's his girlfriend, Becky! It's like, fuck off. Ah. Yeah, she's very much not into it. I can't believe it. Yep. Hey, John. What's that? Now that we're done with the news, do you want to talk about the G1 and the two matches you saw? Sure. Alright. G1. John laid on me. I have yet to watch Night 11 as of this recording. I need to go do that for the premium podcast. I've watched... Two matches from this entire week. I've been what busy. What are they? I watched Toriano versus Goto. That's a good one. That's pretty fun. You have a match I'm really excited to see. That was a good minute. Which is going to air tonight. What's that? It's Toriano versus John Moxley. That match might be incredible. The tag match was so good. Let me just tell you what happened in the tag match. Uh, so at the beginning, uh, Moxley looks at the DVD and asks Yano for it, and Yano yells and starts a chant of 5,000 yen. So he has Shooter go get him 5,000 yen. <laughs> and by that, Shooter goes out to, to one of the Japanese commentary people and gets it out of his wallet. Man! Shooter's so, fucking awesome! Yeah, it's real good. I'm... 
You know what? Fuck your theory, Owen. I'm telling you what the match at uh, Wrestle Kingdom, if Moxley has one, has to be. Yeah, don't don't say what my theory is. I'm saving that for the premium podcast. But what? It's is him versus Shooter. No. And Shooter he, beats him. No. And sends him away forever. I don't think you understand how how young how young lions work. That they never win. I know they don't, but that would be cool. Also, Shooter needs to learn more. That's not enough time. He needs at least a year under Mox. I mean, he's learned the important things. He's got the middle finger down. Yeah, but he also needs to learn how to, you know, be a purveyor of violence. Not violent enough. He hasn't had thumbtacks go through his foot. That's okay. Leave Shooter alone. He's a sweet boy. His name is Shooter, and he and he gives people the middle finger. He's not a sweet boy. He's a he's a boy. sweet, wonderful boy he's a being corrupted, corrupted by this sexy, sexy man. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, y- y- Yana versus Mox. I'm hyped for that. Might end yeah. Up is being... it bad that by the way that now like with Moxley in this run, I finally understand why all those fucking all those girls on on fucking YouTube videos just post how th- that much they want to fuck him. I mean, it's because he hasn't been able to be shirtless in WWE. I guess so, but I mean, I feel like even before then, like, just looking at, like, a bunch of old CZW videos, all the comments are basically just all these ladies being like, Oh my god, he's so hot! He's pretty hot. I mean, he got Renee. It's true. And she's pretty hot, too, so... Terrible fashion sense, though. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Look, I'm just throwing it out there. If you're gonna wear all yellow, that's cool, Renee. But you can't have the tops and the bottoms tones clashing. Yeah, I feel like this, the WWE stylist should have mentioned that before she went out. And she does it all the time. She had an all red ensemble like two weeks ago, and it was the exact same fucking thing. You might be just doing it just to fuck with you. I don't know. She might be, and it's working, because I notice it every time, and it upsets me. Secret heel commentator. I, should we talk about that in news? What? Uh, oh, oh, about Twitter being shitty? Yeah. That's not news. It's just Twitter being shitty and fuck, fuck people on the internet for being terrible. Yep. Leave Renee alone. She's doing the best she can. She's a, she's doesn't have a background in, in commentary. She's an interviewer. Yeah, and but I did, a, but you know, I will say, like, I I did appreciate Renee being like, yeah, I know, I'm not that good. I'm trying. Exactly, she is. Like, I appreciate. Good. Yeah, like, look, definitely, Renee's had some down spots this year, but I like Renee. I appreciate that she's trying. I appreciate that she's like self-aware about it and willing to be like, yeah, you know what? I know I'm not great, but I'm I'm learning and I'm trying to figure it out. Because mm-hmm. you know what? Say what you will about Renee. Say what you will. Maybe that doesn't absolve her of her sins in your mind. I don't know. But like, that sure is, that sure shit is a lot better response than you would ever hear out of someone like fucking Cole or Coachman. Yep. You know why people are saying this shit now, right? Because their sex is trash? No, because Mox is in Japan and won't kill them. Yeah, that's also true. A shooter will. The shooter's also in Japan. How do you know? 
Because he literally has a match t tonight. Or maybe he's right behind you! John, we're on camera. I can see what's behind me, and it's I'm good. But you, you can't see behind you. Yeah, I know. I have a window. Look outside the window. Nah, I'm okay. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll hang out. I'll hang out with Shooter later. It's all good. Yeah, Yano's great. Yano's the best. I, I really liked. I've I've liked all of Yano's matches so far. Yeah, because they've all been really funny. I yep. watched. I basically instead of watching any of the new matches, I just watched a bunch of the old matches again, and basically watched all the Yano matches. And what? <laughs> uh, fuck. But also, Johnny, he's still in the running, you know, to be able to have a run at this. He has points. It's true. He's it's he's great. doing better. He's doing better than my son. Well, I, everyone in A Block's pretty much fucked right now. But it's also fine because you know what? I want my son to keep losing. Who, who's your son? You know who my son is. It could be a lot of people. My very pouty boy. Jay White? No! Oh, oh, your commie son. Okay, yeah. The red son. Come on. Yeah. But, yeah, John. Everyone in the A block is fucked. Yeah, I know. It's it's. It it's either going to be Kenta or Okada. It's Spoilers, gonna... it's Okada. Yeah, that's weird. They shouldn't have the the, you know, the IWGP Heavyweight Champion in the finals. I think that... I genuinely believe that Okada's going to win. What the hell happens to Wrestle Kingdom? They figure something out. But I think that would be... I Look, here's what I'm going to throw it out there. Like... They are. I feel like they are really trying to very much sell people on, you know, not that they have to make that much of a strong case about it, let's say, but I think that they're really trying to sell people on, no, y'all, Okada is like one of the greatest to ever fucking live. They don't need and to sell people on that. He is. I know, but I think that they're really going to push it with that by having him be like the first champion to win the G1 since like 2000. Yeah, but it's been almost twenty years since it's happened. He already has the record for most consecutive wins or or most consecutive matches without a loss in the G one. I'm aware. Like, geez, what else yeah. does he need? You say that, and yet they're still going to give Charlotte seventeen fucking title reigns. That's because it's WWE. When they've given her literally everything, they fucking forced her into the WrestleMania main event. For WWE's, no reason. WWE is bad. New Japan should be better. I don't disagree. But we'll see. I, I feel like... But I'd also be okay with it because fucking Okada's rad. Hear me that out, though, John. What if the finals is Okada and Moxley and Moxley wins? <laughs> that would be fucking rad! They kind of paint Moxley into a corner going, Yo, everyone else's theories about Wrestle Kingdom, fuck you. Mox, Mox is in the main event. I Again, this would be fucking rad, and it does make me wonder. I do genuinely wonder what Mox's contract, with the stipulations of Mox's contract with AEW are. Like, clearly, he can't do anything in America for New Japan, but, like, does he have free reign? Does he have, like, a Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho clause where he can go wherever the fuck he wants? I feel like probably. I could see it. 
he should be at Wrestle Kingdom. This is his chance to be on that show. I would love to see it. Uh, what's the other match you saw? Uh, that would be John Moxley versus Tetsuya Naito. Yeah, you were hyping me up on this match, and also because it's fucking it. awesome. Eh, it was good. Whatever. This match was fucking sick. This, this match, match was, ruled. This match was good, but when you said it was the best match of the G One, you are you're wrong. And I stand by it. I, I thought that it had. I thought that it had the best storytelling. I thought that the oh, fucking psychology wrong. that fucking Naito brought was like very different from a lot of the Moxley matches and any of the matches. Really, I oh, thought that it was. Great. I thought that it was really fucking exciting. I thought they the way that they laid it out it was cool. I thought that they made. I thought that this was the best Moxley's looked. Right. Definitely the best Naito's looked. I don't think this is the best Moxley's looked. Shut the fuck up. No one wants to hear about your bullshit Ishii match. Match is really good. It's just like Jay White said, fucking white people and their love of Ishii. He's so good! He's literally made of stone, John. You don't understand. He's made of stone. He shouldn't have fucking lost to whoever he lost to. He lost to a lot of people. He's got a match coming up with Hiroki Goto, and I'm very excited about it, because Hiroki Goto's been looking like a million bucks this tournament. Yeah, Goto's been looking good. And their tag match was like, oh, this is gonna be a fucking hoss fight, I forgot. I forgot Goto can go. Okay, let's let's have this. Like, Jeff Cobb and Ishii was also, like, a banger. Yeah, it was good. Another big match... Like, as much as I've been shitting on Kenta, Kenta and Okada had an amazing match. Yeah, I know. It was fucking fantastic. So, yeah. And you continue to be wrong. Kenta is good. I'm, I, the heel stuff is just working on me, that's all. Yeah, exactly. Because you're one of these fucking marks being like, Oh, man, he's coming in here and he's being so dominant. I hate his King's Rose style. That's not the strong style. You fucking baby. John, let me enjoy wrestling. You got got. Admit it. I, I did get got. Let me enjoy. Let me fa- let me enjoy the fantasy of professional wrestling. Okay, just as long as you as you admit it. Of course, John. That's that, all. That's, I, part, that's all that's, I want. That's part of the G one. The match of it is. I just want to be a fan. I get. I have to t- cover it for the podcast, but I just when I'm watching it, I want to be a fan. And I just want to watch Evil get put through all those fucking chairs while Kenta just stands there looking all tough. Off. Fuck you. Fuck Kenta. Fuck you. Those darkness chairs needed to be destroyed. Everything is evil, including the pile of chairs that mangled his corpse. Also, Trace is in the chat. And he says, "What is this shit I'm hearing right now?" Fuck you! See? Kenta's bay. No, no, Kenta's bad and evil's better. Because everything is evil. Everything. Yeah, including his death. Fuck, fuck you, he's, he's, fu- he's still alive in the tournament, somehow. Yeah, he's doing a lot better than Sonata. Yeah... <laughs> oh shit! Trace in the chat. Oh my god! <laughs> Trace in the chat says Kenta is very good at being carried. 
That's fine. That's fine. You can be wrong. It's all good. Oh, oh I can't wait for this week's premium podcast over at Patreon.cool. That's totally fine. You can be wrong and, and just have some really stupid opinions about good wrestlers that make me happy. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. John, any more thoughts about the if he's G1? so good at if he's so good at being carried? Why was that Lance Archer match great? Lance Archer's not great at carrying people. What are you talking about? Lance Archer's been a, one of the MVPs of this tournament. Lance Archer's fine, but at the end of the day, he's still Lance Archer, and everybody dies. It's true. Yeah, Trey says Lance Archer is this G1's MVP, how dare, and I'm not ready to call that yet. There's at least two other people that are fighting for that spot. So we will... No, actually, there's three other people that are fighting for that spot. Yeah, and we just talked about one of them. Point being, y'all can both suck my dick. Mox Naito was great. It was good. Fucking awesome. I want to go watch that again right now. Well, let's uh, let's move to WWE and get through that first. Bowie. Alright, fine. Monday Night Raw. Was bad. The end. No, not the end. We gotta talk about how after the big 3 million rating, it none of it carried over. Because it's the lowest rating since June. Wow, I can't believe it. How did nobody tune in to watch this week's show after they spent all of last week not making you care about anyone that is still on the show. Well, John, they had, like, one of the biggest first hours, though, they've had in a while. But then everyone realized the legends aren't there, and they turned it off. Yeah, everyone everyone went, oh, oh, right, it's still this show. I wanted to tune in to find out what that 24-7 championship mosh pit thing was, and Trace in Discord nailed it. That it was just a lumberjack match. Yeah, it was. Also, but it was fun. They fucked up the thing that they were supposed to do. I guess. What do you mean? Because I feel like they were supposed to throw Maverick back into the ring, and then he like took a bump getting back into the ring when they clearly didn't do that, and it was like, wait, what? Fuck Drake Maverick. That wasn't a very good match. No, but the result of it is fascinating, and I want to know where this leads. I... I'm very mixed emotions on on what happened. Yeah, so R-Truth defended his title in this mixed tag match, and then, of course, because as soon as the bell rang, the title was on the line again, all the Lumberjacks jumped in and piled on, but it was Mike Kanellis, who was at the bottom, who scored the pinfall and ran away with the title. Only for his wife to demand him to lie down and let her win the title. So first question. Is this supposed to make me feel sympathetic for Mike Kanellis? Because he's a fucking dork. No, I think he's just a dork. He's a completely different character on 205 Live, though. It's really weird. I know, so, and it so doesn't make any sense. Like, they I had, mean, like, a banger of a non-sanctioned match on 205 this week. Oh, God, right, that was this week. Yeah. Well, so much for me caring about watching that match, I guess. Why? 
because I was last week I was all like, oh yeah, I'm actually very excited for that, and then this week I completely forgot it happened. You can go back and watch. So it. fuck 205 Live. Oh. Can we Wait. talk about that rumor, by the way? What rumor? The rumor of what Daniel Bryan's announcement is. Oh, that he's going to join 205 Live. What the fuck? That's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm genuinely going to be amazed if 205 Live continues to exist in October. I think it will. Where will they do it? They'll just move it to Fridays. Okay. Unless the... Yeah, it wouldn't work on Mondays. It'd have to do it on Fridays. I don't know. Uh, Trace says that 205 Live becomes Daniel Bryan Live, and uh, I'm I'm intrigued. Instead of wrestling, it's just Daniel Bryan giving you a seminar about how to save the planet every week. This just sounds like a PowerPoint presentation. It's just a talk show at his house, according to Trace. I'd watch that. I'd also watch that. Uh... Oscar in the chat says the 205 Live gets taped on Friday and aired next Wednesday. That sounds terrible, because then it's not live. It hasn't stopped them before, though. It's true. Anyway, yeah, I don't like this Maria and Mike shit. I'm fascinated to see how they get out of this. I mean, clearly someone's going to pin her at the OBGYN. They wouldn't have literally had her make that comment about how she's going to the OBGYN on Friday if someone wants to pin her while she has her legs up, if they weren't going to actually follow through on that. Hear me out, though, John. Hear me out. What if the person that beats Maria Kanellis is Gene Snitsky? That's fucked up. Yeah, and? That's all. Let's do another miscarriage. I mean, look, let's not act like that isn't something Paul Heyman would do. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. It wasn't his fault. Do we still have to talk about this bad show? Yeah, but we're talking about Ricochet. He he won that gauntlet match. You know, they had this big five-person gauntlet match to determine AJ Styles' next opponent, and of course it was the person who just had the title. What's the fucking point of getting rid of the rematch clause if you're just going to have rematches anyway, but just find some way to arbitrarily do them? Because... Because it gives you more television matches to fill your three hours. And also, I'm just gonna say it, like... As much as I did enjoy what they did this week, and I will say that it's certainly a lot fucking better than just like all the arbitrary no wrestling during commercial shit that they've been doing. Although they yeah they got rid of that this week, but they also did find a way to arbitrarily do it again. They didn't do it on SmackDown, thankfully. There was a there was a hard break after between Ray Ray and uh, Andrade ending and Ricochet and Andrade starting. That at least makes sense because it was a gauntlet, but... But again, it also comes back to, let's be honest here, gauntlet matches are stupid. Yeah. 
But, like, they're just a bad concept by design. But hear me out, though. We got to see that great Mysterio Andrade spot. Oh, don't get me wrong. Mysterio and... They're like... There was definitely some great stuff that happened here. Mysterio Cesaro was really fun while it lasted. Mysterio Andrade continues to be fucking rad. He ripped let's, his mask. Let's not talk about Sami Zayn. No, he's he's got other problems on SmackDown. He did rip his mask, which is fucked up. And Ricochet is a dick because if Ricochet was cool, he would have put his vest over Ray's head. No, it's his it's his vest. He needs to wear it. Yeah, but he doesn't wear it while he wrestles. And also, like, come on, man, it's your brother in the Eagle Tribe. Shit, I forgot Mysterio was in Lucha Underground. Goddamn right! He and, he was like he and Puma had that student versus teacher match of fucking amazing. They sh- they should have brought that up. They should have. Damn. That's Point awesome. being, gala matches are whack unless you're going to have someone go and finish, go and win the entire thing and just beat a bunch of people. But if you're doing that, then like you're basically kind of burying all the people that they beat, and also like, I don't know. It's either you're getting cheap heat on a heel for winning it and spoiling it for, like, the baby face that goes all the way, like, with the Kofi Kingston gauntlet match. Mm-hmm. Or you're having a... Or you're doing what they did with, with this week, which is Ricochet wins it, and that's cool, but he also beat a guy that just had a match. I think that's they not- put him in the spot because he was the last title holder. Possibly, but I mean, still, like, it's not, you don't look cool by beating someone that you had an advantage over. True. It doesn't make you look like a tough fighting baby face. It makes you look like an opportunistic idiot. Well, you know, when when dealing with the OC, sometimes you gotta do that. Yeah, I mean, look, again. Speaking of the original. better than most of the shit they've done. Excuse me, John. The original, the official, the only club that matters. I really like that their their dumb cry on that they have for the lower third says the only club that matters. It's fucked up and I love it. Also, they won the Raw Tag Titles. In a smart way. By transitioning it from a heel team to a heel team... Without having the heel team pin the other heel team. By having them pin a drunk driver. Who, during the entirety, who multiple times on this episode of Raw was plugging the Fast and Furious movie. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! That's intentional, I swear right? to fu- I swear to fucking God. Like, I, you know what? I love, I like the Usos. Everybody makes mistakes. How many fucking chances are they going to keep giving them? They're Samoan. Shit. They're also related to The Rock. Because they're Samoan. Yeah, I know. So, all the times. Just... And also, the fuck y'all doing? Get a fucking Uber! I know. Have your wife drive! Well, I guess that didn't go so well for you in February. No! No. No. 
Just get a driver. It's fucked up, man. It is fucked up. Uh, Oscar says, speaking of related to The Rock, where is Nia Jax been? Uh, she she's injured. Off. Yeah, she's t- she, she's injured, but she's, like, I think she's, like, on the men. She's, like, she's doing better, but she's not. Yeah, right no, like, yet. she, but she had, like, pretty extensive, like, invasive knee surgery. Yeah, her, she had, that was, like, around WrestleMania, wasn't it? Yeah, like, she's, she's definitely been posting a lot of shit lately of just, like, you know, her at the gym and doing stuff. But, like, yeah, she is, she is still recovering from her surgery. And also, here's the thing. I'm probably doing some modeling stuff here and there still. And here's the thing, John. I think she still does a, has a toe in that field. The main roster writers are barely running anything for the women that they have active, so they don't have anything for her. Yeah. Also that. The fact that they're putting Alexa Bliss and Nikki on both shows just shows you how much they care about the women they have available. Speaking of which, I don't want to jump into SmackDown too, too early, but they're supposed to have a women's, you know, tag... Team championship like opportunity match, you know, one of those you beat the champ, you get the title shot. Psych! Yeah, they didn't fucking do that. All those women were there and like dressed up and ready to go, and they said, "Nah." I mean, I can't believe it from the company that has been advertising Daniel Bryan's announcement for like a month now. That's just them fucking trolling. It's still shitty. It is shitty. And it's also all they do is troll. Can we talk about one more thing on Raw? If we have to. Can we talk about how Seth Rollins got fucking murdered by Brock Lesnar, like, for real? I like that part. This is probably, like, the only part of the show that I actually sort of enjoyed. Like, the way he got dropped on those chairs. Holy shit! Yeah, that was... That was some shit right there. That fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't know why they agreed to that. Seth Rollins hates himself, and Brock Lesnar loves to kill people. It was pretty funny trying to watch Seth pretend like he was bleeding from his mouth, though. I felt like he was actually bleeding from his mouth. He, he was, wasn't. Yeah, but I would believe it. Was it was pretty clearly a blood packet. I know it was, but I'm saying I would believe it, though. After some of those chair hits. Like, it was bad. Or even just, I would keep dropping you on this fucking metal thing over and over again. Or F5-ing you into a fucking steel pole. Which sucks! Yeah, that, like, he, like, flew into that. It was bad. Also, like, I feel like they kind of fucked up the timing on this. Because, like, after beating like that, like, I don't know, I kind of feel like Rollins has to get some kind of heat back after getting his fucking ass handed to him like that. But also, after that beating, he shouldn't be on next week's Raw. He should be fucking dead. Yeah, I was going to say they should, but I bet you he's going to be fine. Because WWE hates continuity. I know. Remember when Strowman and uh, Lashley went through the set and then Lashley was back the next week? Totally fine. Yep. Fuck Remember up. Braun Strowman's ruptured spleen? At least he was gone for a little bit. They literally still had the match, and they were like, I mean, I think he has a ruptured spleen. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't true. That match was rad, though, so I'm fine with it. 
Also, Trace in the chat says, blood packets don't taste great and are hard to use, okay? So cut Rollins some slack. No, because he sucks! He does suck. You know what was the most satisfying F5, though? Which one? Onto the flipped over stretcher. That was... That was Fuck. my least favorite one. It looked so bad. It looked like that's it why hurts. it was my least favorite one. Because like, oh come on, no! Oh, it looked like it hurt so much. Oh man! Like, I may hate Seth Rollins' character, but I don't wish that on him. True, but it looked real. It looked real good. Oh, who am I kidding? Like, I just hate Seth Rollins' character. Yeah, you've seen him on Twitter. Yeah. So he deserved it, and Brock Lesnar is like, I also read Twitter. So now you must die. There you go. <sighs> no, but you understand, John, Brock Lesnar's just doing it because he's jealous of his relationship with Becky. That's why everyone hates Seth Rollins. I like the part where uh, Seth Rollins doesn't have any friends. I mean, we saw his girlfriend in the background when he was being stretchered off. It's pretty good. No, I'm not going to come out and help you. I'm not going to like stop Brock Lesnar <laughs> from killing you or anything. I'm just no. going to like sort of stand in the background as you get taken away forever. Uh, what happened to his buddy, the ROM dog? Weren't they supposed to be best bros? He's on SmackDown now. He's the only one not allowed to come over by the wild card. He was literally on raw this week. Was he? He was in the main event! Oh, right, that stupid summit thing that no one gave a shit about. And didn't actually happen! Right. That's dumb. Roman Reigns has friends! The oh, Usos I defended him, Cedric Alexander showed up! Oscar has something important. But I, I'm gonna get back to your point in a second, but Oscar wants to let you know that Seth Rollins is dating Becky Lynch. Really? I hadn't heard this. Just wanted to make sure you were aware of this. Back. I hadn't heard that he's the man's man. Oh, I hate that so much. I hate that shirt. Uh, but I have a question. Is, is, um, is Cedric Alexander an honorary Samoan? No. Is he actually Samoan? No. Then why was he in this segment? It's a Samoan summit. Because, hey, it's Cedric Alexander. I mean, he's cool. He did do that great spot where he jumped off the set. Also, why were the other people in this segment that aren't Samoan? They're honorary Samoans. That's how it works. Everyone's Samoan. Everyone's going to get a push. Oh, so that's, they're doing the old Uso chant where they just go, we're Samoan, we're Samoan, we're Samoan. Yep, exactly. That's how you become Samoan. I don't Man. know if you got the pamphlet. Classic Usos were so bad. Yeah, current Usos are real bad outside the ring. They sure are. I feel like current Usos are maybe living their gimmick a little too well. Oh, Jesus. Trace. They keep going in and out of the Uso penitentiary. Maybe they should stay there for a while. Oh, God damn it. All right, we're going to end our battle discussion on uh, Trace's point in the chat. He says, honorary Samoans versus honorary Tongans. Let's go. What about... Tongans pretending to be Mexicans. They gotta go to Area 51. Is that where Tongaloo is? 
I guess he's going to meet the Bad Luck Fale and the Chase Owens over there. Because they're apparently going to storm Area 51. That's their whole gimmick in the G1. I mean, it would be a lot better than what Fale is doing currently in the G1. If he's just fucked off to America 51. to <laughs> If he's just fucked off to Area 51 and let Suzuki take his spot. I wish. But yeah, that, that's it for Raw. Why hasn't Suzuki murdered anyone yet? I mean, he has been in these tag matches. All the young lions have died, and he yeah, also they, and he also almost killed Kevin Kelly. Yeah, but he didn't actually he, kill Kevin. He Kelly. punched him in the back of the neck. It's really fucked up, and he's been scared about it ever since. Well, he had it coming. Also, Trey says that Suzuki hasn't said a word since the G One started. I know he hasn't, and it makes me sad. Silent but deadly. You're making Grandpa cry. I don't think Grandpa knows how to cry. He knows only how to kill. Why do you think he kills so much? To, to make the sadness go away? Exactly! Still heartbroken after, after Sh- Shooter flipped him off. <laughs> Shooter's fucking... It, it's not Shooter, it's uh, Carl Fredericks that's gonna fucking die. He keeps trying to step up to Suzuki, and Suzuki is so goddamn mad at him. John, SmackDown. SmackDown was a slightly better bad show. Uh, here's the thing, though. All throughout Tuesday morning through the afternoon, Vince McMahon wrote, rewrote the show like three times. Yeah, I'm aware. So, a bunch of matches I heard that something about he, he didn't even show up until like four o'clock. I, I would believe that. Maybe that was maybe that was last week's episode, but I, I did hear something that, yeah, like, Vince didn't show up until, like, four and then rewrote the entire thing. No, that was last week. This week he was rewriting it several times. What a cool guy. Yeah, a bunch of the matches, like the, the women's tag match got nixed. Uh, the McIntyre tag match with the New they got nixed. Instead, they put a six-man tag between the OC and the New Day, and then they got rid of that and made it a singles match. Sure. It was bad. Physic Man was fucking crazy yesterday. Oh, just yesterday? But especially crazy, because he rewrote it several times. And they were promoting different things throughout the day. But I do have good news for you, though, John. What's that, Owen? Alistair Black's back in his uh, dark room. Oh, great. I'm so excited. He's still cutting weird-ass promos, and I love it. Again with this shit. At least we know who's going to fight next. Okay. He's going to fight Sami Zayn. What? Why? Because Sami Zayn was interviewed later tonight. He says... Yeah, Alistair Black in his stupid room again. He's an idiot. He just keeps talking and he doesn't do anything. Not wrong. So fuck him. Especially what he said. He's like, he called him out. He's like, yeah, I'll fight Alistair Black. He sucks. Remember he's just a, he's when just a it whiny seemed like bitch. they were actually doing something with Sami Zayn? Oh, do you remember the electric chair? <laughs> I wish I didn't. <laughs> fucking electric chair. Uh Trace is asking who's going to knock on Alistair's door, and it's Sami Zayn! And he's going to die at SummerSlam on the kickoff, I assume. 
Oh, did you hear about the kickoff show? No. It's only an hour. Okay. All the big four are usually two-hour pre-shows. So this is, this I know, is but all the they're always way too fucking long, so I'm not going to, you know... No, it's good. Look, I feel like they're going to make up the time somewhere, okay? They'll just add it back onto the main show. <laughs> oh, so Oscar is yelling to let the French-Canadian man die in Toronto. You leave Kevin Owens alone. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about Brian's career-altering announcement that he made on SmackDown? No. Okay. Because neither did he. Exactly. He fucking did it again, where he just stood there and left. At least he was actually on this week. It's true. But it's really funny that he just... Stands there and leaves. He requests a time and to do nothing. Like, at least they're making it intentional this time instead of, like, last week or just, like, did you just fucking forget? Speaking of intentional, John, uh, Dolph Ziggler had a promo and he called out Goldberg again. So, they're really doing this, huh? I think what's gonna happen now, which is, I think this is the best solution because you don't want to fucking see Goldberg wrestle again. Is he's gonna attack him after the match with the Miz at 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 uh, SummerSlam? Here's what I think is gonna happen: to set up a match in Saudi Arabia. He's not going to have a match against the Miz at SummerSlam. Who, Dolph? They already announced it. Instead, it's going to be a match against Goldberg. I wish it was, but they already promoted the match. Yeah, but this company lies. That's true. What if it's Goldberg, but he's wearing the Miz's outfit? Then that would actually be the most I've ever liked Goldberg ever. Let's, let's do it. I still, I'm still of the mind that like all of Goldberg's matches now should just be like literal, like move for move remakes of his WCW run. Yeah. Again, we need to we need to remake the Raven match where people are being the flock. We need to remake the Jericho match. Quickly, John, tell me who in NXT would be the flock. Remake the DDP match. I mean, it's the obviously the Sons. yeah, obviously the Forgotten Sons. Like, come on. What if you have Raven actually lead them? No. Because I like Raven, and I don't want to, and I don't want to be upset by having him put with the fucking Forgotten Sons. Oh, speaking of Forgotten Sons, since you didn't watch NXT and we were not going to cover it in detail, did you see what happened with the Forgotten Sons tonight? I mean, I know that Tyler Breeze fought fucking Gunner or whatever his fucking new name is. Jackson Riker. Riker, right. Yeah, they. Uh, they why all... would they get rid of Gunner? I mean, I know why because it's got the stench of TNA on it. Also but guns. like, it's a good name. Can't... Oh, it's got an A. Well, they couldn't have the the War Raiders, so you know. I mean, they could. Vince is just a psychopath. But John, did did you hear what happened after the match? Yes. Fucking Fandango's back. I, I am fully aware. I'm excited. Tyler Breeze was struggling in NXT on his own. So, having Brizango back is a good thing. 
I'm just... I'm gonna be honest. I'm so disappointed with this Tyler Breeze thing. Because he's not the same Tyler Breeze of when he was in NXT the first time? I guess it's a mix of that, but it's also like... It just doesn't seem... Like... I was hoping that he'd at least be, like, trying, you know? Like... I was hoping that, like, it would at least be something like, like, when Tyson Kidd came back, and he had his fucking heel facts run, and he was fucking awesome, like, it went from being like, oh, oh, you? Oh, okay, to, like, actually one of, like, my highlights of that show, and Tyler Breeze is not that, and it sucks, because, like, it just seems like he's continuing to do, like, Maybe putting in a little more effort, maybe putting in a little more care than he did when he was just, like, Mr. Main Event, but, like, it doesn't feel like he's putting in that much more effort or care. I feel like because they can't push him into the main event because the roster on NXT is just too stacked at the moment. Yeah. Like, I want... a spot for him. Tyler Breeze is so worth so much more than just being your your next fucking Cassius Ono now that you've fucking ethered Cassius Ono into NXT UK. He belongs there. Wow, you really hate NXT UK, huh? Yep. Mad about Walter, I get it. So mad. He's very, very big. I'm more mad about Smalter. Because it's just Walter, but small. I know. And he's one of Walter's lackeys. I know, it makes me so mad. Now there's two of them. Walter and Smalter, together at last. Ah. It's what we always wanted. I never asked for this. And they still got Fozaro with them. Damn it. That's so good. What the fuck ever happened with that Alexander Wolf thing? I don't know. I'm not watching UK. I know Killian Dane's on regular NXT. Yeah, I know. He was there uh, this week, or last week, whenever it was. Yeah. It's how, how, isn't it great how Sandy did? Somewhere mistaken is crying. Trace also says that Fosaro is better than WeCO. Either or. I mean, Fosaro at least is someone that works in the company. It's true. WCO is great. Okay, let's talk about some Ring of Honor quickly. Oh, God. Owen, why is Flippin' Villain Enterprises now? Because he's got nothing better to do, and also is to keep him from going to uh, AEW. All his friends are dead. But now his, his only friend is the villain. No, that's whose friends are dead. Yeah, and now his friend is Flip. No, they're not friends. Why? Because Marty literally said it in that promo he cut. I didn't watch it. How, do I, how would I know this? He said that he doesn't have any friends because all his friends are dead. But what about Flip? Flip's not his friend. Did he say that? Yeah. It's fucked up. Poor Flip. Forgetting about all their times taking Japan. Mm. It's messed up. 
yeah, I, I, please just let your contract end so you can go to AEW already, Marty. Come on. Trace says, this way you can tell who the only four people that matter in ROH are now. They're all in the same Hey! Match. What about Matt Taven? He's Fuck my Matt Taven. favorite. We saw that ladder match. This ladder was purple. It's so Fuck cool. Fuck him! Fuck the kingdom! They're my favorite group, aside from Lifeblood, who's so cool. John, let's talk about the things that matter. Don't you love Juice Robinson in ROH? No, John. Well, good, neither did Juice Robinson, which is why he's not going back. Goddamn right. Anyway, is that it for heel turn? No, I want to talk about things that matter. John. Smackville. I thought you said things that matter. That's I'm, I'm, I'm prefacing it first by saying no one watched it. But did they, actually no one watch it? A lot. No, no, I haven't heard anyone that's watched it. I watched yeah, part I, of it and I turned. I it don't off. actually know a single thing that happened on it. Well, I'll tell you one thing that happened. Uh, Finn Balor was supposed to fight Nakamura for the IC title, but he his arm, his elbow was all fucked up, so he couldn't be there. Oh, is that what happened? I heard he was like he had like a flu or something. In kayfabe, he was his elbow. He actually did. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, okay, cool. Sorry. So, so Ali filled in, and he had his Intercontinental title match. Okay. And he fucking lost. Not surprised. So they totally ignored that, and they had him in a non-title match on SmackDown, and Ali got the win. Isn't this show great? Well, it was a house show. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Yeah, Ali's gonna have a match. It does if you show it on television. It was on the network. Nothing. The network is television. Doesn't matter. It's on television in Canada. Doesn't matter. Think about it. It's on television for Oscar. He needs to have some cable package. Oscar doesn't count. Oscar, chime in the chat. Do you count? Oh, fucking Oscar! What would he say? He said that Finn's reporter girlfriend get him pregnant. It's possible. And, and then, then he had to lie down for her. And then he says, fuck you, Owen, in the chat. So I guess Oscar counts. Yeah, fuck Owen. But John, Ali versus Nakamura, given time on uh, SummerSlam, could be really good. Yeah, it could be. So I hope, I hope to see that. Because the stuff they showed on SmackDown was really promising. Well, I hope you are excited, Owen, because you'll get to see that on the SummerSlam kickoff. They only have an hour. They're going to put the cruiserweights on there. Don't be crazy. They're not going to put the cruiserweights on anywhere in the show. Only Lorcan's yelling on Twitter. He says, give me Gulag at SummerSlam, you goddamn cowards. And then he holds up his finger. I mean, yeah, that's what he did on Twitter. Yeah, I know. Great. Also, please, he called Gulak a son of a bitch, thank you. Fuck, he said fuck Gulak. He did not say that that's not PG. He said it between the lines, I read it. Hey, John? And then he said, no, it's this finger. John? Did you see the Randy Orton promo? No. It was amazing. Randy Orton just saying in the studio, talking shit, 
on Kofi and how he's a loser and how the only reason Kofi Mania exists is because he fucking murdered Ali and they kept showing footage of him kicking his fucking eye in. Not entirely wrong. And then they did the best thing. You know the footage of Randy Orton just yelling stupid over and over again in the ring? Yeah. They took that and they kept playing it and then they had Orton in the studio keep yelling that Kofi is stupid. Sure. They're making the character of him say yelling stupid. He's like, it's you, Kofi. You're stupid. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to take that title from you because fuck you. So he's Ryback now? No, he's Orton. Orton did this like 10 years ago. He's the originator of calling someone stupid in the ring. Yeah, but then Ryback started doing it. Ryback doesn't exist anymore. Ryback will always exist in our hearts and in our podcast apps. Conversations with the big guy every week. <laughs> Trace is on board with Ryback. I miss Red Axel. I'm sure Curtis Axel also misses it. I mean, no, I feel like Bo's probably more fun to hang out with. Yeah, how, how are they doing? I mean, he still gets to hang out with Bo. Yeah, they're not on TV. Yeah, but he gets to hang out with Bo! That's fair. Bo should hang out with his brother. No, don't don't hang out with his brother. Did you see the the Rambling Rabbit bit? Yeah, why do you think I'm saying don't hang out with his brother? Come on. Rambling Rabbit almost gave away Bray's secret. He did. <laughs> and Bray was so mad about it. He's like, fuck you, puppet. And then he started laughing. And then he said the magic word that summons the, the fiend. It's pretty much his, his Shazam, where when he says it, he turns into the fiend. Or at least they just cut to some fiend footage. I think that's him transforming into the fiend, because the fiend showed up later. Oh, did the fiend actually show up? Yeah. Uh, Ziggler and Finn had a match. And the lights went out as it, you know, in that slow way they do. And the fiend showed up on the entranceway and then vanished. And Finn turned around and got kicked in the face. Sure. The fiend. The fiend. One last thing about SmackDown, and then we can wrap things up. Um, Roman Reigns had two minutes to cut his uh, do his segment because the main event ran long. So he had to run down the hall to talk to uh, Caleb Braxton, and then a bunch of scaffolding fell on him and he died. The end. (laughs) I love this so much. I have seen the gif, it's pretty funny. The fact that the fucking point of view of the scaffolding was a camera was so good. Why was there a camera there? It's a really good question. I love it. Yeah, it was great. Fucking, and then he's like, okay, at the end. He's like, yeah, fucking scaffolding fell on me, but I'm okay. Show's over. Can't even fucking no-selling getting crushed by a goddamn scaffold. Fucking Braun Strowman needed a goddamn grappling hook to pull that shit down. It's true. And you can't even fucking sell getting crushed by it for, like, 30 seconds, my dude. 
I get it. You're Rom Dog. You gotta look strong, but fucking come on. I'm telling you, they should have just had the uh, the show end with him crushed under it. And 205 Live, every time there's an interview, they cut over to check on people trying to get him out. That'd be cool. It would be great. It would be good continuity. I would have tuned into 205. Yeah. That, that was the only bummer of it. But yeah, the mystery of who tried to murder Roman Reigns is fun. It was probably Samoa Joe. Yeah, come on. It's Samoa Joe. Or maybe it's Shane. Or maybe it's Drew McIntyre. Samojo shows up on Raw with a grappling hook and says it was him. It was me all along, Roman. I'd be okay with that. And he uses his grappling hook and flies away. In conclusion, wrestling sucks. This show sucks. Aww. Tune in next week when I do ASMR Scott Steiner. And also, you'll get to hear me and Trace who is in our chat tonight. Thank you for being in here, along with Oscar. Uh, me and Trace are going to cover a few nights of the G1. And you guys who aren't part of the Patreon get a free preview of it. That's what we got going on next week. So, um... Yeah. Tra Trace did the Trace eyes in the chat. Oh, is that what those are? Yeah, that's... The if you don't know what the trace size emote is on my Discord slash in his uh, Twitch, it's a, I cropped it out of the picture of I took of him at the subway stop after the 2015 Royal Rumble when Roman Reigns won. And that was his reaction to it. I always wonder where those eyes came from. Yeah, it, th th I was just like, was, these are these are okay. The best part in the full picture, you, you can see the date and time of it being after the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Why don't I have one? What? A, a picture? Why don't I have any emoji? I don't know. Send, send you should know! You're the one that made all these! You should get a picture of yourself. I have many cool pictures of myself! Send me one! Jesus! I don't know! You, do, you come up with it! Oscar, you have your own chat emotes! Also, if you want if you want Twitch chat emotes, you have to be a Twitch uh, partner or fuck Twitch affiliate. Discord. Yeah, but you saw him out on, on Twitch. Well, fuck him. He already has his own emotes on Discord. He's his own. That's it for Heel Turn, a production of Pro Wrestling Cool. It's not just cool; it's not cool. It's a website. Go to the website. There's also a Patreon or something. I don't know. There's also a Twitter and a Facebook. Venmo at I am John. Send me ten bucks to buy Disc uh, Discord Nitro. It's like fifty bucks. Or actually, I think it's send bucks. me that much money. I don't know how things work. Money, John. If I had that, I would have gone to any of these wrestling shows. If you want to help Ashley support the website, uh, head to Patreon.cool. That won't just be sending money into a, a, hole, a gaping hole that you never know where it'll be spent on. Because you'll get a bunch of podcasts of me and Trace covering the G1, along with the Heel Alternative, which is Oscar and Trace covering AEW, um, along with other monthly premium podcasts and show notes and tons of goodies. That's bullshit. Y'all know exactly what I'm going to spend that money on. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that on the air, John. I refuse to answer that question on the grounds that it may incriminate me. Exactly. 
John, uh, where can we find this show on social media? I said we're on Facebook and Twitter. At just search for it. Yeah, I mean, if you want to type in at the heel turn, that's cool. Or PWDOTC. That's what it is on both Facebook and... Anyway, John, where can we find you on Twitter? Find me on Twitter at IamJohnGM, or on Instagram at IamJohnGM, or on Twitch at video underscore shames. Ooh, you covered them all. Very nice. I'm on Twitter at the underscore ozone. No more TikTok? Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's kind of drying up. I'm not haven't seen any really good memes in a while. The person I'm not seeing those. Oh, you're with that guy in Al memes. Well, it's because you're not looking hard enough for him. That's true. You're supposed to send them to me because you're That's my, true. I am. You're my curator of the good shit. But yeah, we'll be back next week with. A preview of our G1 coverage along with Scott Steiner doing ASMR shit. So until then Wait, hold on. We can't we can't end yet. Oh god, what now? Say it say it again. Say what again? Until then. So until then. Oh. You're with that dude now? Alright. Check this out. I'm Randy Orton. <gasps> Kill turn. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.